Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the first interview for the Center of Circular Economy website. Um, thank you so much, Christina and Jay, for being here today. Um, I would like to introduce myself first. So I am Dorina, I'm 21 years old from France, and I am currently doing my internship at Franini Trust India. Um, and today we're going to ask uh, Jay and Christina a few questions on um, their experience about their internship and also how it is going now with the COVID situation. So welcome guys and would you maybe be so kind to introduce yourself Christina first? Okay, uh, hi I'm Christina, I'm from Spain. Um, I graduated in August from the Master of Public Policy and Human Development from Master University and Unimarit. And then a month later, I started this internship with uh, friends in India, which is um, sadly coming to an end this month. But yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, and enough for me. Uh, my name is Jairaj Gopalakrishnan. I'm from India, but I was born and brought up in Dubai. Uh, I did my bachelor's in economics and business at Mystic University. So the same city as Christina, but a different university within the city. Uh, and I had and I have been going through this internship since the start of 2020. So just at the onset of COVID, I got this internship to work with Professor Romney on a multitude of projects. And it's been quite the experience trying to work through this university, as well as trying to maintain the online structure that like COVID mandated us to do so. Uh, so yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, guys. So maybe the first question would be, how did you find out about uh, this inter internship position specifically? Uh, my story was a little bit more uh, informal. So for me, I think like our course itself, usually the courses at Maastricht, you need to actually have like an exchange program abroad. So you go from Maastricht University to one of the partner universities across the world. Uh, but for my program specifically, and I think the program that you're following now during the Emerging Markets program, you need to have an internship. Uh, and that's made purposely because it actually is a much more rigorous process to try to find a job at our age with the lack of experience that we have and everything, uh, rather than to just easily go into an exchange program abroad. So that was the reason why I was looking for an internship. Uh, and obviously this was pre-COVID, so we went through the normal processes of trying to apply as much as you can through graduate land and like multiple million different websites uh, and also through like interviews and everything like that. But since I wanted more of a research focus, uh, nothing really clicked as well. Uh, but there was one fine day where one of my tutors, Ibrahima at Mistrik, asked me how my internship search was going. And I'm like, yeah, there's, there's literally nothing for me out here. Like I have a few accounting jobs, but that's pretty much it. Like there's nothing that I want to do. Uh, and he actually told me about Maria, who's the PhD student who works very closely uh, with Professor Romani now. And he said that she's she's heading a few projects at UNU. Uh, maybe get in touch with her, and they might have something where they can they can take your help. So I got in touch with Maria, and she's like, oh, this was around uh, maybe November last year. And she's like, oh, the we have a World Toilet Day event. Uh, at you and your coming up. So that's on the 19th of November every year. Uh, we would like to see if you would be interested in joining that and you can get a chance to meet me and Professor on that day as well. Uh, so 19th of November rolled around. I went I went for the event. It was it was fun. It was mostly a quiz and a lot of 
uh, like factoids about toilet toilets. But uh, I finished that entire session and then professor walked up to me and she's like, oh, okay, so you wanted an internship. I'm like, yeah, from a state university, I've been studying this, but like none of these normal jobs actually work out for me. I just want to research and I want to study a bit more. Uh, she's like, okay, how, how much do you know about sustainability? I'm like, I've seen it being used as a buzzword so far, but nothing in depth. She's like, do you mind studying about sustainability and teaching about sustainability? Like, Why not? I'd love to. And that was how I had an internship. There was no contract, no interview, no nothing. She was like, okay, you want to learn about something? I can give you that chance. Uh, all you got to do is like promise that you work hard and uh, promise that, make it, that you give me your time. I'm like, I can, I can roll with that. I'm good with that. That's actually awesome. Yeah. What about you, Christina? Um, actually, a friend of mine from the master, he uh, saw Shyama's post on LinkedIn uh, explaining the internship and what you had to do to apply and everything. And then he tagged me uh, on the comments. So I, that's how I saw it because he was following. I mean, Shyama works at our faculty and our master and I didn't know her. So that's why I didn't have her on my LinkedIn account, uh, but my friend did. So thankfully, uh, he, he thought it was a good opportunity for me. And uh, I applied and Shama was really fast. I think she replied to me the same day I sent my application saying that she liked what I wrote and that I, I, think, like, I think you got it. And then two days or something later, she said like, yeah, you definitely got it and you are part of the internship. And I was like, that is so cool because I, I was very afraid of not getting anything after uh, graduation uh, because I was I spent already like a month I mean it's not too much a month but it's already like you know sometimes you spend every day f searching for things and during a pandemic which is not really a suitable time to to find <laughs> a job or any internship opportunities so I was really grateful for getting it so um, but yeah uh, can you maybe guys explain which uh, kind of task uh, you were asked to do so far and maybe also which skills uh, you improved so far I mean like in terms of skills it's going to be hard to actually put that down I think I've improved everything like it's going to be very hard to actually like spot down things because especially like that's the main difference between something like education and experience right like there'll be a ton of things that you learn but it's more like rote learning or off a paper or off a textbook or off discussions in university uh, but once you've actually got into the nitty-gritty and done the work from scratch with people around you with academics with like other people like you people who are much better than you helps people who couldn't do their things like through that through those entire experiences you kind of grow in multiple facets you'll grow like i think i've gotten much better working as a team i know that in mystic university it's actually it gets really difficult to actually coordinate as a team with a lot of people uh because they have different work styles they have different times of day where they finish some work and all of that uh so you get better to work together you get better to communicate uh you won't shy away from kind of taking the lead or taking the stance ahead uh and that those are like a few of the soft skills in terms of actual like hard skills i've gotten much better at writing and like just research so it's like something that we all did together was uh, scoping reviews uh with professors so it got it actually it's something that i haven't done before and it would be something that's really really useful for like a thesis or for like a research paper because it gives you 
a large amount of data in a very, very short span of time where you don't need to pay too much attention to it as well. Uh, but some of the tasks that I needed to on the other hand, uh, my first month was pretty much, professor just came up to me and she's like, okay, what I want you to do is that, is that I want you to study as much as you can about waste. That's it. That was the only thing she told me to do. It's like, you can sit at home, do like, you can do whatever you want for the first month, but study about waste. And the first day of work, I want you to be able to answer the question, what is waste? So like, it's kind of very difficult to actually understand, like, why is the, why does that take a month, right? Like it's a Google search, it's, it's simple. It doesn't really make much of a difference, but I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take this for a month, but I'll also start like thinking about my thesis and start developing that. So I have a lot of time on my hands. Uh, but the second, the first day of work actually rolled by and I'm like, okay, cool. What is, what is waste? Waste is this, like all of these things that we're throwing away and all of that. It's like, yeah, no, that's not right. You got to go study again. <laughs> I'm like, huh, okay. So this happened like on and off for like more than a week. And then she's like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to tell you. Waste isn't anything. Like everything has value. Waste is something that inherently doesn't have any value. But whatever you're throwing, things that you're throwing, if it's food, it can be composted. If it's plastic, it can be recycled. If it's glass, it can be recycled. If it's this. It can... So there's always something to do with whatever we think is waste. And that's the first like transformative thing in terms of concepts that she's told me or taught me. It's that when, regardless of, this doesn't need to stick to material things, but even if you think you're wasting time, like you're taking a break, it's something that your body needs. It's something that you need to do. So it's not really a waste if it's something that you need to do, if it's something that's benefiting you in any way. Even if you're looking away from your thesis to play a game, it feels like, like your brain knows that your thesis is more important. But if it still persists that, okay, you need to do something else, it's for your benefit. It's for you to actually believe that you're becoming better. So there is no waste, like from a material perspective or otherwise. Uh, so my task started off with like learning about that. And then we started with the Green Academy project, which is we started creating modules. So me and Rita, another one of our interns, and my classmate in uni, uh, both of us started writing down and we started basically creating a table of contents for what we need to cover in something like this. And over the next few months, it was the four of us, me, Maria, Rita, and Professor, just bouncing ideas off each other. And me and Rita are writing it down, like just making a book out of everything. So through all of our conversations, late night dinners, and all of these things, like we, I, I think by June, we came out with something that we were proud of, that we were happy with as a module uh, for research. And during this time, obviously, we're doing, uh, we're dealing with the pandemic. We're doing our thesis as well. And uh, professor, at some point in March, uh, she saw the amount of it's not exactly misinformation, but the lack of information that existed for uh, specific countries when it came to information regarding COVID. So she wanted to create an, a global information campaign for that and translate it into a variety of languages. So me and Rita were working on that, just creating the the first posters that can then be translated in like a variety of languages, like three or four African languages from Rita and her friends, uh, multiple European languages from her contacts through you and you, uh, like multiple like multiple Indian languages as well. So through all of that, so that was just like the first six months of my internship. That was the one that was mandated by 
uh, our university, uh, Biomistic University, that you're supposed to work for six months. Uh, and then obviously by this time I'd taken a professor as a mentor. So I was just like, I want to go for my master's, but do you think it makes sense uh, under COVID? She's like, no, but if, if you want to go for your master's, you can go for it. But if you don't want to go for your master's, I will make sure you work. I'm like, huh. I didn't know she'd stick up to the end of her bargain like that well because it was stressful. But uh, but she did make me work, and it was quite uh, quite the growth from from like July as well, July August onwards, because that's when we started this internship at the P two program, where we started talking to multiple uh, small enterprises in in India and outside to find our own uh, to find our information and creating our blogs, starting our written works, uh, consistently performing research, uh, and through the grants that like i just mentioned to you guys as well like we're going to ut uh me and riley another one of our american counterparts so applying for those grants applying for multiple grants from uh cypher society's point as well uh so i've actually gotten a lot of experience into like filling in applications for these things uh getting better at writing down different forms of written works like it's not necessarily just a research uh paper but a policy brief blogs articles opinion pieces uh, all of these things have its own like method of writing and its own like uh, idea that you want to put forward and that sort of experience only really comes in when someone tells you to do these things because you won't really find the difference if no one's really checking you uh, and it's come down to like a lot of reading a lot of studying understanding which sources are trusted and which aren't because that's one probably one of the most important skills that we can develop uh like in this world like today um but yeah i think that's that's probably like most of my tasks and most of my skills if if it's come to like improvement but overall it's just been everything like i don't think even like i can't recognize the person that was a year back with this entire uh experience um for me it's uh, been less time than jay i've been here since uh doing this internship since october um but I think we, it, it is true that we improve, I think, all the skills that matter to every job position. So every job position, you always have these several skills that are always the same, no matter the job position you're asked for or the institution, organization, whatever. Uh, so I think it, it, we really improve all of that. We improve like communication skills. So we um, have meetings every week and and we have even like you like the three of us we also have meetings besides um for doing our our projects and our work but then we also uh, learn how to talk with uh, people from different seniority levels you know different positions so that is i think is also very important because we are very used to talk with colleagues at uh, at uni and in a university environment but uh, work environment is completely different and i think we also learn to navigate through uh, that communication uh, manners in in a work environment um also with uh, i know when we uh, had the interviews and the meetings with a meet which is also like it's not even like uh, within the organization but it's like a partner so it's also important how to talk with uh, a partner in a partnership uh, or between organizations and companies so i think communication skills definitely and then obviously some other type of skills, so writing we and and also different tasks. That's what I like about this interview is that uh, internship is that I I managed to do a lot of different tasks. 
whereas other internships you just do like probably just administrative stuff and, and task and in this uh, internship it's like a lot of things and if you want to um, do more then you can do more and you can ask for more work and different work and 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 Shema and Maria and other people will find stuff for you to do uh, that you want to do so I think we also like uh, we learn how to write blogs which is different from writing academically like we use in, in university or writing a thesis you know i think um i don't know it's a, it's a different research so what you do when you write a blog instead of a, of a, a paper uh we also learn yeah as jay said like scoping review or systematic review um research that is completely different and it was really nice to see uh, how academics do it because usually when we're at university we don't really know at least that's for me I usually don't know what I'm doing or if I'm doing it right or if academics actually do that you know when they are researching so it was really nice to see what they do and it's actually less time consuming than we I think what we do at university so we spend more time researching and we actually research less than using I don't know scoping review or some other um ways of, of doing research so that was also really interesting to see um we also did like i don't know like we would did design a website which i didn't thought i will ever do in my life and designing uh posters and infographics and so i think it was like really a lot of different things and you guys you also did um you organize events so that is also really nice and and something that you know, it, it improves a lot uh, or like gives a lot of value on your CV, you know? Um, yeah, did you maybe have to adapt or to adjust uh, to the organization style or to the team, the way they function or proceed in general? Yeah, like for me, it was more of, because the first month was more relaxed and just generally, I am more of a flexible worker. Like I don't mind, uh, like starting work late and ending it later like having like multiple days of basically just grinding through something and then taking a chill uh so because i have like that level of flexibility that's something that professor also needs with her uh so my work style was kind of similar to the way professor needed me to work which is like you don't need to be in the office by 8 a.m and you don't need to be out of the office by 5 but if I call you at 9 p.m. and I need something done, I need you to be there for that. So that's something that professor needs because it might be something that she forgets through the day. But then once she's done with all of her meetings at like 7, 8 or 9 p.m., she'll give you a call and she'll be like, okay, there's something that we need to get done. I need done for tomorrow's class. And I felt most of this like during the first, first four or five months so before you or Christina joined uh, the internship, I felt this the most because like we had because one i was still in the same time zone as well i was still in mystic like i was still in Florida. uh but professor used to call me at like 10 or 11 at night and she used to be like add rita to the call like okay so well so both of us will be on the call and she's like okay so uh i know you've got this i know you've got your thesis but for tomorrow's class i need to find like these many questions on this piece of text can you help me out so like and like me and rita would sit to like It'll be funny because Rita is a, uh, is a morning person. So I'll sit till 4 a.m. finishing it. And then Rita will wake up at 4 o'clock and sit till 7 a.m. finishing it. And then she'll send it to Professor. And we'll be like, oh, okay, it got done. So like we were compatible in certain ways, which really, really helped. Even as a team, like 
Uh, I think for it was mostly between me and Rita. Like I was more of like she's more of the creative. So like she has these random wacky ideas. She's the creative extrovert. So she'll have all of these things, but she doesn't have the okay. I need to sit down and work for ten hours straight to get something like this done. So I'm that person. So like she's more of the thought process behind a lot of the things that were in the Green Academy project. Like a lot of the ideas, a lot of the creative elements, a lot of the gamification elements, and I was more of the like need to get these things done out and out of the way. So that way as well, we worked really well together as a team. Uh, some things that I needed to adapt to was probably professors. One professor's line of thinking, like the way, because I think you guys would have realized by now as well. Everything is very clear and very like uninterrupted in professor's head. but it's very hard for her to actually put that out you know like it's very hard it's very hard for us to understand that she has got a clear idea in her head we'll be like okay no like it's it's like utter chaos in there like there's there's just ping pong balls bouncing everywhere that's what it feel, that's what it felt for me for like the first two months so like like learning what she's trying to say and trying to discern exactly what i need to do out of that entire like 40 minutes of things she would have told me was was something that i needed to get used to and even maria helped me a lot with that like every time like i used to get done with the call with professor that would be like two and a half hours and then i'd get on a call with maria for half an hour and be like okay these are all the things professor told me She's like oh you just need to do this like two and a half hours of talking would have come down to like five or six parts so like that's the difference like that's the difference so you need both of those elements as well So even even like within like mine and Rita's relationship, I like I feel like Rita is the professor, and I'm Maria. Like she'll she'll have a lot going on, but there's obviously like a few things that you need to pay attention to, and Maria can see through that. So because we worked as a team, like because we worked well as a team together, we could help through that. And another thing that's really important that I really appreciated, like especially during COVID and everything, was that. Professor will make you work. Will make you work like probably harder than you have worked before. But when it comes down to it, like if you're feeling unwell or if you want to take a break or if you can't get something done or if anything stands in your way of any or anything's an obstacle, she will help you through that. If you're feeling unwell, she will tell you like, okay, do not touch your phone and laptop for three days. Like nothing. You're not doing any work for us for three days. Come back. Come re-energized, and then we're good. Then you can start working. Maria's also the same way. So that's that's really important because at the end of that, that makes you feel like valued. They're like your health. The work isn't more important than your health. Work isn't more important than these obstacles. So take care of that first, and then you can come down to like get back to work sort of. So those things, like I really appreciate when Professor or Maria do that. I remember even like August or September, like I'd been I just finished. the like six or seven months on green academy project and we had just finished pitching it to the ghanian education services and uh maria is like oh, okay cool so i think you're taking a two week break now right i'm like no i've got i've got this project like this desalination project with uh, with anurag and raja sir so i've got to finish that as well and once i'm done with that i'll take a break and she just went like um okay no tell tell all of them that um that it's from my side that you're taking a two week break right now because otherwise you're just going to burn out so like she took the initiative on herself to be like no you're not doing any more work like even though you're not getting that tired or you're not burning out right now if you need to do another project beyond this 
without a break in between, like it's going to be difficult for you. So take the break, reanalyze, don't do anything and then get onto it. So all of these like small, small things, they're really, really important to be a part of the team. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. I also did the same experience with the flexibility. I wasn't used to that at all because at university, you have what you have to do per day and you need to finish and you have your hours at uni. And yeah, like since I came to the internship, I didn't have like fixed hours. And then I got used to being flexible and working around them. Yeah, I didn't have, I mean, obviously you need like some adaptation time uh, for every job that you take um which is usually like few weeks a month so that's what happened to me when i started just needed like a month to really know what was going on um but then i didn't have much trouble adapting so i think we all come from a very multicultural environment at university so um that really really helps uh, working in an organization like this because then you are just really used to um doing this uh um, meetings or or this type of project with people quite different from from for you from you and culturally and so I think that was not a problem but now um, and I didn't think about what Jay says but now I I, I agree with him like sometimes uh, the adaptation part was about uh, Shama's uh, ideas in her head which I honestly uh, I would like to have it like her you know like having all these. <laughs> clear things in her head that would be so amazing because i usually don't have that clear uh, mind um but yeah it was it's it's a bit of time that takes you to um understand what she actually wants but once you get it it's just like really easy to 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 just do it you know and it in the end it makes sense so also when we work in we were working about the policy brief uh, um so you sometimes you didn't really understood what what was going on uh, but then you you she gets it done and then you read it and I was like okay that this, oh, is, that this is a lot of sense. exactly this this makes a lot of sense and now I understand what where my input went you know so sometimes you just yeah. like get some inputs that you re really don't know if it makes sense or not and then you you see that it did make sense and 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 it's there you know some somewhere so I think it's just like some some time that it takes to to adapt. The work from Shama's head to to actual work, but the, other than that, it was it was quite easy. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people like get frustrated with that as well, with the fact that because I remember like a few of the interns that we had before as well, they, not knowing what to do gets really frustrating for them. So like I remember a few of them used to like text me almost every day, being like, "Okay, we finished this meeting." It basically used to be how I used to text Maria. They used to text me and that felt really funny because I was just like, yeah, okay. Like she doesn't really have anything that we need to do right now. She's just giving us the concept. She's just giving us what we need to do over the next few months. But in terms of specific things, like nothing's come up yet. And that starts agitating them over a few times. So like being able to persevere through the, the adaptation phase where you need to actually understand how a professor is thinking, like that becomes really difficult for some people. And that's why like, Professor has a handful of like people who work close with her and like everyone else is just like, they're hovering. They're there for like once in a while help and all of that, but not really like on a daily basis or on like almost every project that she works with us together. 
So like we've managed to get through that, but a lot of people don't actually get through that. It's kind of our own way of like scoping through interns that if you guys are flexible, if you guys can get like, if you guys can work hard enough that you actually understand how I think and work. <laughs> Otherwise, like it's going to be a little bit of a difficult relationship for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was also one of those people asking you guys uh, after meetings um, what to do as well. And I kind of still do sometimes. <laughs> what do you think the most important uh, thing, uh, thing is that you have learned so far during this internship? Other than the fact that I've gotten a very valuable mentor. Like, I think that's that's something that I put at like a super high regard. Like, I believe Professor to be like my mentor right now. Like any problems or any questions that I have, she's probably the first one who knows it. Any, any progress that I've made in any other part of my life, she's probably the first one. And she, like her opinion and her like viewpoints are always welcome for me. Uh, but anything in specific that I've learned, uh, probably maybe a little bit about myself, which is uh, I feel like through the experience, I've understood that I'm very passionate about education. Uh, I feel like it's something that I wouldn't have gotten if I went for a master's directly or if I kept going into like a standard like a corporate consulting job like it's something that i wouldn't reveal about my like wouldn't have understood about myself otherwise and the reason i understood this was the first project that i worked with professor the green academy project and from then it's become it's become like a staple part of my life so i think more than anything else something like working with professor really helps you understand more about yourself because one you're given the creativity and you're given the flexibility to do what you want she, I think, Christina, you should also remember, like, one of the first conversations that all of us had together, she was just like, okay, what do you like doing? Because I want to create, I want to take up projects that you would genuinely be interested in as well. So, like, those are the kind of things that you wouldn't find in other internships. And on top of that, she throws you, like, as Christina says, she throws you in, like, a billion different things. So, you'll also find out things that you didn't know you enjoyed that you actually did. And you'll also find out things that you thought you enjoyed, but you just genuinely don't. So like those sort of things, like just learning those things over a period of time is super important. And it's just so much faster with Professor because one, she's an academic in UNU. So if you have any academia related interests, she can facilitate that. Two, she's running an NGO. So if you have any social aspects that you're interested in, she can facilitate that. Three, she's got a massive network as well. So any other random specific things like something like water, random research, she could facilitate that too. So it's she's got a very wide-ranging like spectrum of things that you can get involved in and things that and she she's also like that. She also finds interest in almost everything. She also gets interested by the most random stuff as well. Like there's been days where we're finished maybe a three-hour meeting. And then we'll talk about uh, about movies for another hour, just because she likes super old Japanese movies, like out of nowhere. It's just some very random stuff that she likes, like that she enjoys talking about. So because of that, because that's the environment you're working in, learning a lot of trying to use that to the most is super important. And learning random things about yourself was the most important part for me. It's not exactly a skill, but it probably provides the most direction that you can get. Uh, as like a 21 year old, you and me, Torino, were the same age. Like as a 21 year old, having direction at any point in your life is super important, and she's provided that at least for now. So that that's that's really really important to me. Um, 
I agree with AJ. Uh, you learn a lot, a lot about yourself. That is true. And you don't have maybe the time in other internships to do so. Uh, it's not like here we don't work and we really have time to just think about ourselves. But it's just like the work you do makes you think about uh, your future and what you like and what you don't like. So I agree with that. And for me also, I learned a lot about uh, being patient. It's not like I was an impatient person. I, I wasn't. I, I consider myself always to be a patient person for things and people that deserve it. Some others I just don't have patience to. Uh, but this, um, I think probably also the pandemic is also learned. Uh, you know, it make us all be more patient about um, getting some things or not getting them or, or just wait for the right time. So for instance, UJ, you wait for the right time to start your master's. Um, I, I also wait some time to um, try to find the best uh, job after my master's and everything. So I think, you know, like it, 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 you learn how being patient actually gets a reward after, you know, and new opportunities come your way when you work for it and you have, uh, you know, you have uh, patience to, to get it. So that is also really, I think, valuable for like all the time, but especially now since you, we, we don't really know what is going to happen afterwards. So. Do you guys maybe have some good moments or anecdote um, that happened during this internship that you want to share? Uh, I think this internship has been a series of good moments, you know, like every month or every week you have something uh, you liked or something that it was good, some meetings. I mean, I think our meetings are really good. Um, it might be that some of them are really long and you find yourself very exhausted, but then uh, at the end, but then, you know, like you think about it and it was like, oh, it was such a good meeting or you have the time to actually speak, you know, you have the space to speak and to get ideas and to, um, you know, like send your inputs uh, to other people. So I think, yeah, I think it's a series of good moments. So it was good. And then, struggle um okay so i came from finishing a very demanding year because the master that i've done it was very very demanding and you know i finished end of august um one day before i had my flight to come back from uh, home so that was very exhausting and i needed to pack meanwhile finishing my thesis and then i arrived here and it was um it was just finding a job all the time for a month and then I started it, you know, so I didn't have proper holiday where I can actually con disconnect. So that was, uh, the beginning was a bit, I, I struggled a bit. I was feeling very tired. I mean, I still am because I didn't have any holidays yet because Christmas, I don't count for it because you cannot leave your house. So that is also not really holidays. So I feel very tired all the time, but at the beginning, it, it, it really was a bit of a struggle. And then also home office, I don't like it. I think some people may like remote working. I don't like it at all. And it, I, I mean, I don't know. I've, I'm from the south of Europe, you know, Spaniards, Italians, all these kind of people. We are very social. So, social. and yeah. I like, yeah, I like how I was very social in the master while I still work 12 or 10 hours a day. So it's not that you don't work, but you, you introduce your social life to your work. I and mean, I think you're more 
productive and more efficient, you know? And so remote working is really lonely. So I spend all my days here at home in my room all the time. And you also don't have boundaries, you know, you, you finish working and then you're still in the same place. So you don't take time coming from work to think about it. So you bring work at home, you know, so I don't really like it. And I came also from being uh, working, uh, studying in my master since March also remotely. So it was just like a continuous. Um, so yeah, that was, I think this, that is where I struggle the most, like home office. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I'm not a very social person, but I still don't like working from home. Like it was fun for a little bit, obviously. Uh, but yeah, as you say, it gets lonely and we're used to working, but we're not used to working, just sitting in one spot for a super long period of time. You need to do different things to kind of just distract you for a little bit and Right now, like if you're if you're working from home and you're just working just like that, the only thing that does that is your phone, and that can either swallow up your time or it just makes you feel worse about the fact that you're spending more time on your phone and less time working. So yeah, like work from home isn't the greatest for me as well. Like I don't like working in like I like my setup. I, I literally have a laptop here and a TV in front of me, so it's amazing. Like you don't get these setups under normal internship circumstances. But at the same time, like, it is just like, it's frustrating when you just need to sit at home and the only thing you've been doing is working and you can't go outside after you're done. There's nothing to do to actually like wind down and just be like, okay, cool, I'm done with my day. So it's literally like, I remember this was worse when like, when I just started my internship as well, where I was staying in, at my cousin's place in Rotterdam because out of the blue, like I think March, I still remember the date, March 9th. Professor randomly gives me a call and she's like, okay, so I'm going to Paris right now. Uh, and I think the Dutch, like the Netherlands is going to shut down like the railway systems or something because COVID's getting really bad. So if you have family in the Netherlands, I think you should go and live with them. Like, okay, I have my cousin here. Like how long should I pack for? Because I need to go and do my laundry and all of that. She's like, hopefully it should be done soon. So maybe just pack for like a week or two weeks ago. Uh, that was funny because all of my stuff is now coming back from restricted Dubai because like all, I, I've been living off a duffel bag for like in, for like a year and a half right now. It's one duffel bag, two hoodies, two t-shirts, three shorts. Like that's it. <laughs> that's my entire like that's my entire sense of fashion for two for almost a year and a half now. And all of my like now I think my one of my friends he went back to mistake for our graduation. And he's basically organized like a transport company to courier all of my stuff back to Dubai. But during the first few like months of my internship, I was basically, I was sleeping on a couch, like a couch that was too small for me, sleeping on the couch for like four hours a day. I wake up, I sit on my laptop. I sit on my laptop for 18 hours. I close my laptop I go down for a five minute walk. I come back and I go back to bed. Like that was my entire day from like March to July. Like the entire, every single day did not change at all. Like I'm super in debt to my cousin to like kick me in and like do all of that. But still, it's not, you can't really work very well in that, in that environment. And during that time, there was like the normal internship stuff, which has been an academy project and everything. The COVID, like the COVID relief, this thing, the, the information booklet that we were making and the thesis. And on top of that, just, mentally coming in terms with COVID. So like all of those things together was like probably one of the most stressful situations I've been in. Like 
one thing I can get credit to professor because like I had so much work to do that I didn't even realize that COVID was a thing that was happening outside. That's how like, that's how tunnel vision I was on work that I, like, it never, like COVID at any point, it didn't really affect me too heavily because like I always had too much work to do. And also like, luckily I never actually went through like a strict lockdown. Like I managed to leave the Netherlands just when it was getting getting really bad, and I managed to came to the come to Dubai just when it was getting better. So there was no point where I had like a strict lockdown. The only lockdown I had was my parents telling me not to leave the house. Like there wasn't a government enforced lockdown. My mom counts as a government, but there wasn't a government enforced lockdown ever. <laughs> so that was really good for me. But in terms of like the internship and everything, like again, as Christine as I think, it was a series of good moments. Everything went off really, really well for us. Like maybe like our conversation for the World Water Day, me and Professor for the Academy project, like us for P2, us for the website, like through all the stuff that we did, it was a series of good moments that you can't really pinpoint one and be like, yeah, that was amazing. But everything that we did and worked together was was really, really nice. Uh, so yeah, I think like probably after the World Water Day, I've taken the liberty to actually start relaxing by myself. So I'm, I'm really happy with that. That's really cool. But I think like through working with the World Water Day as well, we had these really cool moments with the speakers and everything, but we had all of them into one session. Those were also really, really nice. So you can't really pinpoint one and be like, yeah, that was, that was like an amazing moment. We, it was like a fantastic experience across the board. And every experience is going to have its challenges. And that's what helps you grow as a person. Like the good moments aren't the ones that help you grow the most. It's it's the challenges, the bad ones. It's the ones where you're really tired at the end of it. So like those challenges are the reason like we can say that we've grown as people through this internship. And the good moments are the ones that made the growing worth it. So it was awesome, like overall. Maybe as a final question, um, maybe what new things came out of this internship? Maybe new opportunities or new jobs and maybe what's next for you guys? What are your plans? <laughs> uh, so like for me, like it was uh, a lot of new things came out of this internship, namely like more specifically me looking towards education as a career path. So like I think first first main thing right now is that through this internship, me, Riley, who's an ex-intern as well, and a professor, we applied for a grant to the US State Department to allow us to conduct a project against uh, littering by tourists. Uh, that grant was accepted and we are, we basically have a project in line in May. So for the months of May, June, and July, me, Riley, and two other, uh, like not interns, but two of his friends will be the team of four or five of us will be going to Uti to conduct our project. So that's the first thing that we're going to, that's going to be doing like in my new future. Because like, I think the end of this month is the end of my internship with Finn as well. Like, it's it's a contractual end, but I'll still be doing work for Professor whenever she needs me to, because I'm going to be in India as well. Uh, but beyond that, with Professor's help as well, I'm going to be joining something called Teach for India, which is it's basically a fellowship program for two years, where I'm going to be teaching about 40 to 50 students uh, from underprivileged backgrounds at a, a low-income government or private school. Uh, and the magic of this program is that you kind of get a lot of flexibility to teach them one the way you would like you would have liked to be taught and two the things that would you that you would like to be taught 
So with that entire combination, like we are professor also looking towards TFI to involve another, uh, like another aspect of the Green Academy project for sustainability education and invite that into their curriculum and see how that would work out. Uh, so I'm very, very excited to see where that goes because like the Green Academy project being our baby as well, it would be really cool to see whether an Indian school implementing that could actually go, could actually do well for its students and see how it could impact the, the overarching community around it. Um, so, so yeah, that's, I think that's what's coming ahead for me. Um, for me, I, well, we had the opportunity uh, of, you know, writing a policy brief uh, with uh, Shama and actually, you know, having an actual publication, which I think is really interesting for us. And, and also, it really looks good on the CV, let's be honest. <laughs> um, and also, I had the opportunity to work with her on a book chapter. So that is also another publication. I just, I didn't thought that I would have any academic publications, to be honest, because I didn't really like academic writing. Uh, but now the way that Shama does it is just like really interesting and it, it just like it writes for itself, you know, like it's the way you do it, it's just, just really automatic, but at the same time you learn a lot. So I think um, that is really a really good opportunity uh, for me. And then uh, now I just signed a contract, a job contract for three months on a project. Um, so I'm really excited. It's going to be my first salary. So I'm really happy for that as well. And I will be, I mean, I actually am starting this week and it will give, it will be until um, end of July. So I'm really excited about it. So yeah, really good things coming um, our way, let's say. Yep. So I think that that is the beauty of this internship. Some some other internships, they just like, you know, you are there for three, four or six months. Uh, you do the, your things, they say thank you, and then it's it's done, you're done. and then you're done. You, know, you, you leave the institution or the organization or the company. Uh, but the beauty about this internship is that actually Shyama cares about uh, each one of us and what we can achieve in the future. And she makes it happen. So that is really, really, really nice. And really, I don't know, self selfless of, of her, you know, because she could really not really care, you know. I mean, or maybe care about the internship and, and for us to learn everything, uh, the months that we are here. But then she that doesn't now, really yeah. need to, yes, it doesn't really need to do anything else or, or help us uh, to get farther. But she does, you know, so that's... That's really, really, really nice, and really, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. So, well, thank you so much, guys, for this uh, interview. It was very, very insightful, and um, yeah, all the best for future and everything. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.